2: Good evening, good afternoon, good morning wherever you might be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast episode 59. The Germans, I'd say they want him back. Um after last night's performance at the Emirates beating Leicester, three one if you're watching us live on youtube uh please don't forget to give us an old little retweet um if you're watching the video on catch up or on demand or whatever it is you want to call it uh don't forget to subscribe to us and leave a like on the video as some of you know we have now been partnered with fans bets um who are um a obviously a sports betting company i'm not trying to get any of you into betting um all I'm saying is if you do bet, if you do like a little bet um, at the weekend, then uh, you might want to head over to fans bet. The links are in the description. Um, by betting with them, you are helping us. Um, there, will be, um, there will be special bets uh, coming at you every week um, from us, um, especially for same old Arsenal podcast um, viewers and listeners. Like we had a special bet there last night that Lee pulled out the bag. Yes, three uh, one for the Arsenal and Lacazette to score anytime twenty to one. Got the score right.
0: Got the score right. Got the score right. Just the second time I got that right. Two out of two now. Uh,
2: links get, are below yeah. in the description. Joining us this evening, of course, um, it is
3: Harry. How are you, sir? Evening, all good, thanks. Still buzzing from last night. Can't What's complain. Cool
1: graham how are you i'm very well mate and it's nice to see you back this week
2: oh thank you very much indeed thank you very much we, we
1: missed you last week honestly I won't,
2: I won't be here next week again so uh right. judge will have to uh judge will have to take up his of
0: co-host yeah
2: so <laughs> we've got the contract here so you can't get out of it um
0: judge how are you sir oh very good thank you craig very good luck buzzing as harry said after yesterday um pretty good wasn't it uh, i was um not so much at time. I was a bit um, um well, I don't know. I weren't so sure because I didn't think we played that well in the first half. But my God, whatever that whatever happened in the second half, you know, it, it was sensational for about twenty minutes here it was just brilliant and not only that the atmosphere was fantastic yes i don't know if you two guys agree it was just the place was rocking it just seems to be always rocking against leicester well i've
2: always said if you can hear it on the telly then it must be good
0: yeah it was it was was, and i'll tell you what is great i I went to um, the fulham game and everybody was jumping around um hugging each other um and and it was happening in the in the um in the home games now normally it's a bit more reserved you know what i mean but it, it wasn't like yesterday everybody was you know jumping on each other and you know and and talking about you know that third goal was just sensational to, to watch you know I've, I've watched it about six seven times now couldn't wait to get home last night and watch it and appreciate how good a goal that was you know uh uh the the the, the you know that people have been talking about whether it's better than wiltshire it's definitely up there as, as you know and and we see one of those team goals at Fulham last week and another one yesterday. It was just fantastic. It was, um you know, uh, the second half was just it was just uh, unbelievable, really I enjoyable. We're
2: put a downer on things, but it was fine margins, boys. Fine, very fine margins. Yeah, Leno, Leno pulled off a world class save there to get down that low that quick. Um, unbelievable save. Uh, you know, they hit the bar. And we've gone up the other end and, and, and taken the lead. They've hit the bar from the corner. But the fine margins were on our were on our side last night. And as you quite rightly say, sensational stuff for about 20 minutes. I mean, that pass that Ozil gave to Bellerin, oh. it, it should be like, that should be only, it's obscene. It was obscene. It should only be shown after the nine o'clock watershed. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely obscene it should have been i'm surprised it hasn't been uploaded to Pornhub yet um <laughs> just absolute filth um it would do well on there not that i've been on there. um
0: what's Pornhub? hub i don't even know what is that do you know oh, Graham?
2: uh no no i know what it is just to let you know we, we are not partnered with them um, <laughs> i'm not i'm not um Doing a sponsored video for them,
0: <laughs>
2: Graham. Let's start with you, mate. Um, when we went one 0 down, I was sitting at home thinking to myself, "Hmm, yes, we have got our Arsenal back. Certainly, we have." Um, after the, you know, after the joyous, the joyous uh, song that was coming uh, from the away end at Fulham. I know. I don't want to. You know, I don't, I'm only talking about what I see. I don't want people to think that I'm putting a downer on it. I'm not. I'm just saying. Um, the first half was pretty poor, Graham, wasn't
1: it? Well, I think the thing is, you have to give enormous credit to Leicester City, uh, Craig. I, I think that um, the way Peel uh, set them up last night, he'd obviously done his homework. He watched the game against Fulham. He saw that uh, Awobi and Mkhitaryan were very good in wide areas in the half spaces. And he set his team up last night with a 3 2 uh, it was a slightly lopsided formation. No natural winger in their side. Madison, who is has been their uh, big money replacement for Mares, is more like an essential attacking midfielder. But last night he played uh, slightly wide. He was excellent in that first half, Madison. I have to say, uh, and like the Leicester team, he faded. Um, so I think. Uh, Lots of things have been said. Why are we starting so slowly? I think sometimes we uh, we struggle. There's the lack of movement, I thought, last night in our front players. Um, and uh, we were guilty of maybe too many one-touch passes that went astray. Um, I think we, nat- uh, we lack a natural wide player. Uh, and, and sometimes when you are um, up against a team who's sit deep you want uh, you want a central attacking midfield player on the ball but you need a wide player and, and I think that that's sometimes uh what we hadn't got I think Leicester were very well organized they were pressing us last night they sat deep they were cutting off our passing lanes and they were looking to hit us on the counter-attack with their two front players and in, in that first 30 minutes they they bossed it they had um the better clearer chances I think five to four uh they had the more incisive moments and Leno did make some crucial saves and uh one of the things I was watching on uh, the breakdown with Adrian Clark over the weekend, who does that on uh, uh, the Arsenal website, was that it's a bit of a worrying stat, isn't it? That, that basically our goalkeepers are having to make uh, uh, quite a few saves in games, particularly in the first half of games. I think last year he said that uh, Petr Cech was being asked to make 2.7 saves per game. Uh, this year he's been asked to make 4.3 and when Leno's coming he's also having to make more than four saves four, uh, four saves per game which is uh, quite high and those numbers are higher than last year so what does that suggest um obviously um despite Terreira being in there um we are struggling to contain teams in the first half i think we start slowly i think we um i think that what emery likes to do he likes to build, build momentum in games so we sort of like, uh, we're not too expansive too early, players sit very much in their roles and maybe that encourages teams. I think sometimes at the start of a game, if you don't make your mark on a team, uh, you sort of, um, they, they fancy it more. They look at you, what you're doing and they think, well, maybe, you know, we've got a chance against this lot and maybe we're encouraging teams on a little bit and maybe that's something we need to look at. But one thing you can't doubt is that um, we are staying in games. We've never led at halftime in any of our seven league games we've won this year. But what we are capable of this team is uh, scintillating play, great team goals, and we put it together in the second half. uh, And we fix the problems, don't we? We find a way to win. Emery makes um, great changes. I was very impressed with Chilwell uh, early on last night down the left side for them. And one thing Emery did, he noticed that, and he moved Iwobi over to the right, and that pushed Chilwell back. So Emery's looking at what the opposition are doing and making tactical changes during the game. Um and that's what he did really well last night. And uh I have to say that for 30 minutes we were struggling in that game. Leicester were the better team, but that's when you need your three hundred and fifty thousand pound a week player to step up. And it's we played a four-two-three-one last night. Um I've called for a 4-4-2 and we talked about it last week and it didn't last very long, did it? Harry called it right. We went back to the four-two-three-one, but I had no problem with that as long as he plays players in the right areas. And he played Ozil last night in the number 10 position. He'd been playing in wide right where he'd been ineffective, although he had got two goals before last night. And he had Mkhitaryan and Iwobi in the wide areas uh, in the half spaces. Um, so he had the players in the right position. I thought Iwobi in previous seasons where he sort of like started games poorly and he did start the game poorly last night would have maybe flagged a little bit, lost confidence, but it didn't worry him. And he was our most uh, dangerous player in that first half. He picked his game up after a poor start. So yes, we started poorly last night, Craig, but we stayed in the game as we've stayed in all these games. We have been behind uh, against West Ham. We have been behind last night against Leicester, but we stepped up and that goal that we equalized from just before half time was a goal that I think was off the training ground. I honestly think the way uh, uh, Ozil gave it out to Bellerin, Bellerin, who is brilliant going forward at the moment in the uh, uh, in those wide areas. I do worry about our fullbacks playing out from the back in this system uh, that he wants to play out on. I said last night in an interview on Arsenal Fan TV, I don't think we've got the fullbacks to play this sort of like playing out game from the back. But one thing you can't not knock is Bellerin's play. He's improved him so much in that offensive third. I think he's got more assists this season. Uh, in the first nine games and he got in the whole of last season and the way Lacazette dragged the center half out, which created the space for him to play into Ozil. I think that was off the training ground and the way he sort of like put it into the corner was a sublime finish. So we went in at halftime one, one had we gone in one nil down, maybe that might uh, have been different, but I think the goal lifted us and we came out second half. And I think we gained the momentum from the goal at halftime. Ozil was then, as we've talked about on the pod already, uh with the pass for, for the, in that second half for one of those goals was absolutely outstanding, orchestrating everything. Behind our better moments, he got a pre-assist and then he was calmness and composure personified to a later cross. And when you got someone like Pierre-Emerick Bamiang who basically, for me, should always start, but he came off the bench last night against a tiring Leicester defence, his pace with the team now flowing... um uh, that is a major asset, and that, in the end, proved crucial. I will say one thing. Obviously, you're a goalkeeper yourself, uh, Craig, and uh, you, you like Leno, don't you? But I, it did worry me when he came for that cross in the second half. Had Endini's header gone in at 1-1, and they, that was their only real attempt in the second half, that might have been put us under real pressure um, at 2-1. Yeah. 2-1. So, so, but in the end, we, 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 we. In the end, it was a great performance and uh, scintillating football. The team is cre- uh, capable of very creative, scoring great goals, isn't it? And it was a, a, a in the end a fantastic performance. Like uh, Lee said earlier, when we were talking off air, I really enjoyed it last night, it was, and the crowd were really behind the team. It was a fantastic performance in the end.
2: Yeah, just talking about uh, if you want me to give my opinion on that thing. Yeah, it was absolutely in no man's land for that cross. Um, you're, all, you're always, you know, you're always coached if you're coming, go. Don't hesitate. Um, why he thought he could get to that ball, beyond me. Um, he was nowhere near it, <laughs> he was never going to get anywhere near it. Um, and went leading with his fist, hoping to get a touch. Um, poor goalkeeping, that was. That was poor goalkeeping. Um, fortunately for us, the ball's come back off the bar. But what he has done in the first half, um, has kept us in the game with a world-class save. Um, so I'll let him off. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll, I'll let him off that little one from the corner. Um, Lee, let's come to you, mate. Why are we so slow in the first half? Uh, Graham, you know, Graham touched on, you know, we, for the first 30 minutes, we were poor. We were, we were quite slow, quite sluggish, I thought. Again, I will go back to what I was thinking when I was sitting at home watching it. Oh, God, here we go again. This is awful. Why are we so slow to start in the first half and then kind of come out all guns blazing in the second?
0: I, I, I honestly don't know. I think we, we was actually talking about this last night coming home. Maybe it's a tactic of, uh, of Emery's. I think that he, he is a little bit cautious, has a little look at what the opposition have um, got to offer. And then, then then has a look at what they're doing, you know, as you say, that tactics, the way they're going. And then feels that he's got the players and, and the players from the bench to uh, to make it make it happen um what worries me is if if a team like liverpool come there and we play like that in the first half but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to play that way you know I, I feel that what i've liked about Emery, and i don't know how you guys think about it, is i think that he's looking at every team um and putting in a system and, and players into say like, this is how we're going to go about beating this team. Where under fingering we've been used to it, is just go, right, let's just go out there and give it our best. And, you know, like nine times out of 10, because we're the best team we'll win. That's what was happening when we won our leagues. But when teams got better than us, we didn't have an answer for it. Um, but this manager seems to have an answer for it, you know, and I, I feel that, you know, it's, it's no coincidence that we keep going into the second half uh, level pegging and then come out and open things up. And w- again, what I have to say, which was, was really encouraging from, from a fan's point of view and my point of view yesterday was that after 15 minutes, of the second half, right, I'm making the changes. And yeah. he, he made the changes. And... I, I, I'm going to say Whether he's a lucky manager Or a genius When he put Shaka at left back I'm thinking Oh my God What, what is he? he's lost the plot You know what I mean like, um, But You know I, I will say that I, I felt that Granite Shaka played really well there He'd give us an option Where I felt in the first half And I was, I was getting frustrated with it That um, Every time we went down The left hand side Lichtenstein Whatever his name is Had to cut back Onto his right foot Every single time That that, that allowed um, Leicester to get regroup and we, we wasn't getting it. In. in the second half when Shaka went there, it we was more balanced. Every time that he got the ball, he wasn't having to come onto his right foot. He was on his left-hand side. He was getting uh, what was happening. We was then uh, I feel free-flowing, attacking down the right-hand side, free-flowing down the left-hand side. There was certainly more balance here. And I have to say whether it was luck, judgment or whatever, it is an unbelievable decision and you know it seems that we're getting a manager that's not just managing the team week to week day to day also he's managing the game in the game and i think that's a fantastic thing to have and um you know things ain't gonna things weren't going well there's going to be a time boys when he's going to make a change and it's not going to work you know and, and i think someone said that going back we had done that against chelsea when he took checker yeah. off at half time it didn't work but what i'm liking is he's trying to make things happen mixing it up and if you're as a manager now of an opposition like you, you and i've said this for so many years under Wenger, you could pr- train every day of the week knowing exactly what the formation exactly how Arsenal was going to play but as a manager going into play arsenal now one you don't know what the team's going to be two you don't know what system they are going to play and three it could be changed which seamlessly during the game, so all of a sudden, the manager coming in to coach against Arsenal now has got his work cut out, and I think that's a fantastic thing for us to have. It's something that we've not had for a long, long while. And um, you know, look, listen, I'm, I'm, parts of my, me, I'm are, are, are not convinced with with Emery, particularly with a couple of things defensively. But from from that point of view, I, I, I'm I'm encouraged by it, and I've got to say, I'm it's it's a pressure fresh fresh air. I've got to say, it
2: is Harry. Um, I think. What it is with Emery, I mean, Lee just said there, he's not he's not convinced with a few things. Um, you know, what I'll say to that is, and no disrespect to what Lee said, you know, it's still all very new for him as well. Um, but what, what would you... I went on Twitter last night and, and Arsenal Twitter was absolutely brilliant last night. It was a joy to scroll through my timeline. Um, even, people, even people, you know, I'd consider... Idiots were, were you know, it was all good. Everyone was interacting with each other. There was no one calling in this person, that person. Was it? it was great. But what would you say to the people um, who were saying, you know, on the radio there now, I've, I've been listening to Jason Cundy say they've only played two class teams and look what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you saying to the people who are saying that, Harry?
3: I would say what Perry Groove said to me the other day, which is, if you can't celebrate winning 10 games on the trot as a football fan, what is the point in watching football? Yeah. Yeah, that, it's as simple as that for me. Look, I, I I, I think Lee's right. I think there are a lot of things that still need improving, um, particularly in the defensive side of the game. But I think, you know, the, the positive thing about Emery is that he's willing to change things. Like Lee said, he can change formation seamlessly. I mean, who would have thought of Granit Xhaka going left back? You know, When I saw it, I was trying to work out what was going on. I thought, have we switched to a back three here? And is he a third centre-back? What is going on? I just, I really couldn't work it out at first until obviously the game restarted and you saw him sort of shift back into that position. But I think there are a few things. And the the thing is, as Arsenal fans, is we're allowed to look at things and say, oh, this is a bit of a concern or that's a bit of a concern. And that doesn't mean we're negative and we're moaning. Like I'm buzzing after last night. I came home, watched the whole game again was thinking about it, watched the highlights how many times today. You know, I'm absolutely buzzing. But that doesn't mean that I can't say there are a few issues that are concerning. And one of them, as Lee mentioned, was the Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. I'm almost saying it like you (laughs) now. (laughs) Lichtenstein. That was concerning for me because, you know, what that did last night was prove that all of those Hector Bellerin haters that have been saying Steiner should be playing from the start every week were proved wrong last night. Now, I know he was playing on the wrong side and I know that's difficult as a fullback, but I'm not talking about the fact that he had to cut in or whatever. I'm talking about the sheer fact that he doesn't have the fitness to get up and down the way Bellerin or Monreal do. When he gets into that final third, he doesn't have the quality that. Bellerin or Monreal do, or even Kolasinac. And you can see that our attack on that hand on that side of the pitch was less fluent as a result of it. You know, it was nice to see the manager take him off as early as he did because, you know, he, he recognised that it wasn't working. But, you know, there are a few negatives, but some of the football last night was sublime. And, and that is what we should be talking about at the end of the day. That's the main focus, you know, brilliant stuff. Ozil was absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. And you know what? I don't know if you guys remember, but on one of our pods last season, um, I actually, when we were talking about who the captain's armband should go to, I threw the name Mesut Ozil into the ring because I've always felt that Ozil was a player that needs to be loved. He needs an arm around him and giving him the captain's know, armband.
2: laughed at, mate.
3: Yeah. You know, giving him the armband gives him that bit of responsibility, that bit of love. And, and for me, you know, I know it's only been one game, but he showed that he can step up to the mark and lead by example. Might not be the biggest talker, but if you lead by example, you're halfway there.
2: I saw a brilliant tweet last night um, and it said, uh, captains need to lead. It's not all about shouting. That's right. Yeah, and, and, and by God, did he last night. Um, I said the same thing as you. I don't think I think it was, well, it might have been on this one. It might have been on a different one. I said, you know, well, what about giving him the captain's armband, giving him a bit of responsibility? Would that, Would that say to him, you know, look, you're captain of this club now you know everyone's you know you're you're the main man um he probably was the main man anyway uh, wages wise um yeah. talent wise but i remember when david beckham was handed the england captaincy it tra- completely changed him as a player completely changed him wayne Rooney, when he was handed the ca- england captaincy in those periods of time they changed they became more mature they, they they took on the they took on the responsibility of being an England captain, and I think in turn made them better players.
1: Uh, I think I think Craig, there's two different ways of being captain. There's the ones who, are, to be honest with you, I've always liked my captain to be maybe the centre half, someone who can see the whole the big picture, uh, and uh, that's why for me Tony Adams uh, was perfect as Arsenal captain. But there's two types of captain. There's the captain who basically organises, shouts. Uh, uh, pulls the players together. And there's also the captain that leads by example. Yep. Meza Ozil is the best footballer in our team. And, and I, I'm no doubt that the squad looks up to Mesut Ozil, what he's achieved in the game, World Cup winner, uh, won La Liga with Real Madrid, um, uh, the appearances for Germany and all that, in his career. He has to be looked up to. Uh, and I think moving him back to number 10 last night proved that's where we need to play him. Either play him at 10 in a four four two a midfield diamond four which I've suggested in the past or play him at 10 in a four-two-three-one, where he can influence the game where he can be that lead leading example uh, and I thought last night he orchestrated everything uh, for the team the heartbeat of the team and the way we're celebrating goals as well I just want to point that out I don't know if Lee noticed it last night the, there's a tremendous togetherness the way the players yeah, are celebrating nice. the go- I haven't seen that for a while Lee I don't know about you mate no, no, well, no, I haven't. No, Alex oh,
2: Awobi no. actually. Alex Awobi actually said today. Um, I see a quote saying that he's never seen such togetherness at Arsenal before. Um,
1: so, I mean, it, come, it comes from ten straight wins, yeah. doesn't it? And, well, and he, work... said, he
2: said. He said even in training. He said yeah. it's not just on a match day. He said he's hope, He said he said something like that. He's hoping that the fans are now seeing how together they are, and how how they get it now and how they want to play. But he said, even in training, he said, even in training, even in the canteen, even in, you know, when they're they're not at football, when they're not at training, he said, you know, he says, this brotherhood seems to
0: be taking effect. Yeah, it's fantastic. That is music to my ears. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what's a big key, key point of that? And I noticed it yesterday, was, um, I would imagine that Aaron Ramsey and uh, Aubameyang would have been a little bit, peeved. They'd played gone to Fulham, come on and score goals. Meza Erzl wasn't in the team and out of the, the changes on Mesut Erzl come. But when they come on and when we scored our goals, they was there wasn't that uh reaction of like scoring and I've seen it with players before like, like I've got the ump because they've been left out yeah. and, and uh not shown you know like shown a little bit of hostility towards the reaction of them scoring a goal. Uh I'll show you sort of at it. When he scored yesterday, he was wanting to bring everybody involved around it and all that, and I think that's a key key thing there yesterday, like that. And I I, I honestly think that he is one of the people that's brought a lot of um, togetherness in the camp. About, now, yeah. he could have salts, he could have on, on that game yesterday, yeah, yeah. and people could have said, well, quite rightly so, he's got two goals, he, he but he hasn't. He, he he was and I I don't know if you have noticed before when um they've scored goals they go up to the substitutes at times yeah. I th- and, yeah. and, and you know and then when you see the performances of people like kudosi when he came on yesterday influencing the game from the substitutes bench i'll imagine that there is this thing of like it's not just the 11 players it's the whole squad the whole team, and yeah. uh, and and they've all bought into it uh, the whole players have all bought into that and it's it's great to see and you know uh, there's a it's, it's great, as Graham just said. You know, when you when you see, you know, eleven players. When when we scored that third goal, one player didn't um, celebrate it, um, and that was a goalkeeper because he, you know he's he's all, all all the way back there. But he was celebrating it. Yeah, it's a long way for him. But he was celebrating it with the fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now, but the whole other, the, the ten ten outfield players, all but all piled in. Uh, and all all together, and I think it's fantastic. It shows you there's a very very good team spirit at Arsenal, and when you look at things like Man United, and it doesn't seem to have that same thing. Take it from me, it's a it's a it's a big plus in our favour.
2: There's actually a brilliant brilliant picture on Twitter today of um, Abayang and Ozil kind of mm. running towards the corner flag to celebrate the goal, but Alex Awobi's beating them to it. He's yeah. like in mid air. Yeah. You know, celebrating with the fans and uh, you know we've we've all seen Arsenal you know score great goals under Arsene Wenger we've all we've all seen great celebrations but Harry this all just seems different it all just seems a bit more but you know the unity in the stands the unity in you know, I mean Lee was saying there that going away to Fulham you know and I think it was Newcastle was it Lee away you were saying that it's it's it's
0: back to how it used to be. Yeah, there's a there's a definite change in atmosphere, yeah. like you know. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know what the the one thing that you noticed, and we was, we was laughing about the other day, was that if you was in the crowd and you're in the away end, sometimes you would turn around and say something, and someone would go, "What'd you say? What was that?" because yeah. they're looking, because you're thinking it was confrontational, something like going to be in the air, but now you know everybody's, you know, like because what's the great thing about away from home is that you wherever you go, you, you, you mix with six or seven different people all around you, like, you know what I mean? And when you score, you you're all jumping on. There's a togetherness back in it at the moment. It's a feel good factor in the stands and on the pitch. And it's not just because of we're winning games. It's not, it's just that there is a, there was too much div- div- divisional. It was divided. Yeah, yeah. The whole fan base was divided. What's happened is, is that the, the in and outs and all that crap that's gone there is gone. And what it is, it's back now is, you know, it's back to Arsenal. Now, if you are a genuine Arsenal fan, you don't want, you, you're you not going to be sitting there going, I tell you what, I loved Arsenal Wenger, so I'm hoping that this bloke fouls. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're not an Arsenal fan. It's Everybody now is on the, on the same hymn sheet, going towards the same goal. And it is fantastic. It's That is why they sung that song of we've got our Arsenal back. It's got nothing to do with digging out individuals or or whatever it's it's, there is a coming together of the, of, of the team. And even when we, we lost at Chelsea, you know, I didn't go to that game, but my mates are saying it was a different atmosphere. So Mm. it's not just about results, but you know, and even yesterday, boys, you went to the game yesterday, the atmosphere yesterday was, was the best it's been for a long while. Mm. And also, uh, you know, Monday night, It wasn't a bad crowd yesterday as well. I didn't think you know there wasn't so many empty seats. It's not going to be long before that stadium is going to be packed. You know what I mean? And and it's going to be buzzing again.
2: Good. I do like I do like what Emery said actually about he was he was actually asked a question on that Tom that we've got you know we've got our Arsenal back Um, and his answer was I'm not too sure about that just yet, Um, (laughs) which was quite a good answer. Harry, talk to me about the Nigerian Hazard. (laughs) I don't know what his name is. This new lad we've signed, he's come. He's he, he, he's, he's starting to uh, he's starting to really impress me, Alex Awobi. Um, I thought he was great yesterday, absolutely brilliant. And you know, I'm still seeing people on Twitter giving him grief. I used to give him grief. Um, I can remember that probably this time last year, I was calling for him to be sold. Um, what is this kid all about? But he really has taken it by the scruff of the neck this year, hasn't he?
3: Yeah, he's been fantastic. And it goes to show that it goes to show how much man management can help a player. And, um, you know, I, I, like you said, we don't, no one wants to dig out Arsene Wenger. It goes to show that that area of his of his sort of managerial end period i would say was lacking you know because someone like alex iwobi when he burst onto the scene bags of potential lots of skill he's always had that he's, he's very strong on the ball he's hard to shake off um very powerful when he runs i've always been critical of his end product and i still think that there's a lot of work to be done in that department um in terms of his finishing and maybe just that final pass but what he's got now is confidence and confidence can add 20 25 percent to a player and and you know there are a lot of players out there, going back to what I said about Mesut Ozil, that need a manager to put their arm around them, make them feel important, make them feel special and part of the project. And he's done that with with Alex Iwobi, and we are seeing the benefits from it. You know, there was a bit of skill he done in the first half last night, which was fantastic, mm-hmm. when he got sort of stuck around about the halfway line, near the touchline, and he just put it through the player's legs. That's... And then there was another bit in the first half where he took this ball down, this control which was kind of like on the volley. Incredible. And, you know, it just goes to show man management is, is just as important. And someone like Alex Iwobi, I think, you know, what, a lot of people were surprised because he could have played for England, if I'm not mistaken, and he chose Nigeria. And you know what? That's probably done him wonders because he's, probably, yeah. and he's playing every week. He played in the World Cup. Um, he's, he's playing for them every time. And I guess being an important player for your country is, is a massive confidence boost as well. So, you know, confidence is key, and he seems he seemed to lose his way a little bit last season, and he seems back on track now. So, long may it continue. And uh, Nigerian Messi is a bit premature. Nigerian Hazard, I'll give you though.
2: <laughs> the Nigerian Hazard, yeah. I mean, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take full credit for it when it happens. We can all come back with video. <laughs> And say, so, look, Craig. Craig no, Craig knew he was going to say uh,
1: into the Nigerian. Yeah, Adam. Craig. Can I just, Craig? Where's can I just going? come in and say that um, I think last year Wenger managed him really badly. I think he lost confidence last year. He should have taken him out of the team when he lost confidence, and that affected his performances. Uh, and I think the one thing that Emery's shown already is he manages. He knows how to manage players, and I think Awobi has been an integral. Uh, part of our attacking threat this year Uh, and um, I haven't got his stats from last night but I did dig up his stats last week against Fulham so slightly belated I offer apologies for that but last week one goal uh, uh, last week he had a three uh, so far this season sorry one goal three assists and against Fulham last week 24 final third touches four key passes completed seven touches in the box and Harry talked about end product last year um, he's 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 assisting. He's scored this year. He's involved in the box, touches in the box, and he's making key passes. And and uh, I think that comes from uh, um, the work that he's put in under Emery. Emery told him to work hard; his chance would come, and he's taken his chance this year. And I think he's been superbly managed by Emery. He's going to be the breakout player this year under Emery. I'm not saying he's going to turn him into like how Pep turns turn sterling into that type of player but he's certainly improved in this year already uh, and we're seeing it on the pitch
2: great uh, it's all it's all you want to see isn't it is improvement um just be, just before we go on to the questions um from from the viewers and the listeners just give me a one answer um harry we'll start with you who was man of the match last night
3: ozil
1: lee ozil, ozil. graham um, I know you want me to say Iwobi. <laughs> uh, or do you want me to say Torreira? No, you want me to say Leno, don't you? You've been a goalkeeper, no, Craig. No, it was Meza Ozil. Easy.
2: I've actually counted up last night the people that I I, I put it out, who's your man of the match, and there's uh, there's more
0: people said Iwobi. Yeah, he had a very good game last night. One thing I want to just chip in about, be, even when he lost confidence under Wenger, the one thing that he did was always worked hard. Yes, he always did. give hundred percent, and yeah. uh, even when he lacked confidence. And what he's done this season is he's continued with that work rate and he's added it to his game. And now any Arsenal fan, and I, I'm, I, 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 I was saying this yesterday, going back into the eighties, there's a certain player called Paul Davis. When he first yeah, got into player, the team, great player. He, when he first got into the Arsenal team, you remember, that, and he was, he was booed and, and, but he turned it around. And one of the reasons that he turned it around was that he was always willing to graft. And and mm-hmm. then his ability come along and along with his work rate, become a, an Arsenal legend, as far as I'm concerned, fantastic player for Arsenal. Great and left I, foot little, Great left foot. Great, great left foot. And uh, underrated a little bit, never, never played for England, which was unbelievable, but that's another story. But, Awobi's done exactly the same thing where he's, even through his darker days, you know what I mean? And there were times last season, I don't remember, Chelsea away in the League Cup, they put him out there and everybody turned around and said, oh, Awobi worked hard. Didn't do a lot, but he worked hard and he played, you know, got us a point at Chelsea and then also got the nil-nil draw in the cup game. But he's continued with that and now he's showing signs. And I think you've got to, you know when people say about attitude and all that i think he's showing what what mentally what a strong character young kid he is because a lot of people would have folded and melted and wanted wanted out of arsenal but he's not done that he's he's dug in he's kept working and we've all criticized him you know what i mean if anybody has not criticized him then they're not uh they're not genuinely like looking at the game in a in a, in a way because you've always want them to do well but there is always time to criticize but but constructively criticize mm-hmm. he's got a lot of hate but he's turned it around and i'm delighted for him absolutely delighted long might continue
2: just before we go to some of
0: your questions if you're watching us for the
2: first time tonight please uh hit that subscribe button and uh, if you like what you're seeing hit the share button like it smash the like button y'all. All that business, um, I think that's what the hip kids say. Um, smash the like button or something like that. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes anyway. Um, yeah, do that. And uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud or if you're listening to us on iTunes, um, leave us a, a rating of your choice. Uh, obviously, five stars. Um, obviously, goes without saying. Uh, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a rating, that would be great. Nearly 2,500 people listened to the audio last week. Um, so thank you very much indeed and uh every, our second highest view count yes last week um 22, views of the video pod um and still rising um i think i might stay away uh, <laughs> I,
0: I, i've never got it up to that yeah, uh, you're I, under pressure this week so because well, if you uh, don't you know what i mean
2: yeah well uh, yeah if, if you don't go out that high then i'm definitely staying away I, I, I just, <laughs> I, i'll just sit in the background and let you do it lee uh, <laughs> let's move on to some questions there now this one comes in from kev arsenal 1990 thanks for your question mate and thanks for listening or watching considering most of the goals we can still considering most of the goals we concede still come from our right channel do you think we should put socrates at right center back where he is used to playing and play holding or costs when fit as the left center back and leave mustafi out harry
3: uh, I think it's a bit harsh on Mustafi because I don't think he's been that bad this season. If I'm being honest, I think he's improved. Um, <sighs> saying that we're conceding goals from the right channel, I get it, but we're also we've Bellerin has been such a creative influence this season. I mean, how many assists has he got?
2: He was very um, unlucky last night as well. I can't see. Yeah, it. I, was. I can't see. Look, all right, he let the def- he let the attacker get the wrong side of him, but I mean, you know, that deflection is very it's very harsh to. to to blame him for it it going in the net.
3: Yeah. No, personally, I just think that the way we're playing means that that is an area that we can be exposed in. And the way Emery wants his fullback to get forward, I I don't think that's because of Bellerin or because of of Mustafi playing there. I think it's just a a fault in the system. Every system has its faults. And, you know, it's been exposed a few times, but I don't think it's a personnel issue is what I'm trying to say.
0: Oh, I thought Mustafi played well last night. Yeah, I yeah say, he had a good that? game last night, oh, yeah. 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 I, thought, yeah. I, I thought that I was impressed with him last night. He won every header. That, that's the one thing that I feel that we, don't, what we need to improve is like our, uh, we don't win enough balls in the air. Yeah. But yesterday, he won most of his headers. I know he ain't up against the uh, a Lukaku type sort of a player, but uh, I, I, I I felt with everything that came his way yesterday, he dealt with it. So listen, we've, like, I'm, I'm his biggest critic, but if he's going to play well, I think you've got to say that he's done well. And I thought he played well last night, and I'm not I'm not afraid to say that. I, I've yeah. I, I was I was impressed with Mustafi last well, it's
2: night. it's like but it's like what we said earlier. You know, it's all about building your confidence, isn't it? And we've had a good run of games where we've come, you know, we've come back from behind, we've won them. The players are playing well, leading us into these games against Liverpool and, you know, Liverpool coming up. We want all the players to be confident um, that they can win the game. Like, I mean, two weeks ago, I was dreading playing Liverpool, absolutely dreading it. Thinking to myself, oh, my God, they're going to carve us open. They still might do, but I'm confident we're going to score against them. and I'm I'm confident we can actually score goals against them. Nothing, up, to nothing, nothing to fear. Nothing to fear. But like two weeks, two weeks ago, it was fear. awful. Two weeks ago, wow. I think to myself, "Oh my god, these are going to carve us open. But look, like you know, like, confidence, keep winning. Confidence is going to keep growing and growing and growing. And you know, when we do come up, when we do come up against these teams, no disrespect to the other ones, but when we do come up against you know teams that we we need to beat, if we if we're sending out this statement um, that we're we're title challengers. Um, are we title challengers? I don't know. No, we're
1: too, I, 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 we're, I think I we're pre- too
2: at the moment. Um, yeah. If we carry on, if we do start beating teams like Liverpool, and we do start beating teams like Manchester United, do we? I think- do we sit back, Graham, and say, actually, look, you know, perhaps we are.
1: Well, I, I, I think we'd be uh, silly if we're going to sit here and say we're title challengers. I'll be absolutely honest with you. Uh, the next six weeks, we the next.
2: But what if we do start beating? Like, what if we? Under, well, Wenger, under Wenger, I never, I, under Wenger, and I'm not, you know, I'm not bringing Wenger back into, I'm not bringing him in to coat him off. Under yeah. Wenger, I was never confident of beating Man United, Man City, um, the Liverpools, you know, I was never confident. But but I am some,
3: some of the faults that we had under Wenger, though, and that, that stopped you feeling like that, we still have them. They've yeah. not been addressed yet. That's yeah, the only
1: great. thing yeah. I'd say. I think, I think the next six weeks are going to be pivotal, aren't they? The next six weeks, we play Liverpool at home, Spurs at home, Man United away. And uh, we've also got a, 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 a tussle with Wolves. Uh, and Wolves are no mugs at the moment, although they lost to Watford the weekend in the middle of that. So that's going to tell us where we are. But let's just be honest about this. We're not going to be challenging for the title this year. I think the... Um, the aim this year is to get back in the top four and maybe try and win the Europa League or win a cup. I think that we are pushing to get back in the top. Well, we're in fourth place, aren't we? But um, we are pushing to get back in the top four the way we're playing. Defensively still worries me. Let's be honest about it. We we do get carved open sometimes. We, since terreira has been playing a full 90 minutes and he was excellent again last night actually, sniffing out the passing lanes and closing down and running to get the tackles in. I think we have been better our uh, XG goals that we're likely to concede has dropped since Terra has been in the side. but um, I have to say if we start slowly against uh, Liverpool, we tend to start quickly, you know they could easily be ahead. You know, one or two goals before we start playing, and we're not going to be in that position. So, one thing we are going to have to do when we play Liverpool, we can't afford to slow start as slowly as we have been starting in some of these games over the last few weeks. I think the next few weeks will tell us where we are, but I'm not getting carried away. The football we're playing is probably the best in the country at the moment, in my opinion. Uh, the goals we're scoring are, are great goals, uh, fantastic, but I'm not getting carried away. I still think Man City and Liverpool are a long way ahead of us. Liverpool. Obviously, have uh, been struggling the last few weeks, but they've been playing a lot of um, top sides. Uh, you can't knock ten straight wins, and um, we are now f- just four short of George Graham's club record of fourteen straight wins. That's another point I think we should make tonight. And mm. and funny enough, the team we will be playing to equal that will be Liverpool. So, um, I, I, look, Craig, I, 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 you know, I admire, the, you know, sort of like the. Um, you know the fact that you've might feel as though we could challenge for the title. But well, I think it's too early yet, mate. I think I think the thing we have to keep our feet on the ground. The team is growing under um, Emery, uh, and it's all about progression this year, in my opinion. And the the team is progressing, uh, but we're still defensively, as Lee said, and Harry has mentioned before. I think we're still short at the moment, and um, I think I so say the next six weeks will tell us where we are. But I, I think we ultimately, if we get in that top four this year in his first year, that'd be a tremendous achievement.
2: Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I do Absolutely. agree. I'm not, I'm not saying that we are going to. I, I'm, not, nah. I'm not saying we are. I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying that I'm. I, I feel more confident this season. And uh, like, ask me last year at the start of the season, people say, oh, do you think we could?" No, no, no. Going back four or five years ago, no, 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 no. We won't challenge. No. Well, that no, that's
1: that's really. that's one thing he. Craig, that's one thing he's done. Uh, sorry to come in interrupt there. Uh, under Wenger, we were dropping. To, we dropped to six and we were falling. What mm. he's done already is he's arrested that slide and pushed us back up towards the top four, hasn't he? Uh, we were falling down last year, struggling to win away at teams like uh, Brighton, Bournemouth. Mm. We lost there last year, Swansea. This year we're winning those sort of games and everyone's saying we only just, you're only beating Cardiff and Newcastle. But we were losing those sort of games yeah. last year. Yeah, yeah. He's, arre- he's arrested that slide already and he's made his mark on the club, on the team, through work, he, he values the he values the word work a lot, and I think he's got these players playing with confidence. Uh, and we are back now, challenging for the top four, which we weren't doing last season. Let's be honest, we were sixth place, and we were a sixth place club. Mm. Uh, and and the people, the experts might be saying we're still sixth place club out of the six teams, but I see the fact that we are getting back to where we were challenging now for the top four we weren't looking as though we were going to challenge for the top four as you said last year there was a lack of confidence but this year already we're looking like a team that can certainly compete and get into that top four
0: what's 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 the positive from it and i'll say this is is now we've we've, when we come away from chelsea if you'd have said coming into this in middle of october that if we if we beat crystal palace by the way it's not going to be easy Mm game. you know i mean our next two games are very very tough by the way lisbon and um, Crystal Palace, but if we actually beat Crystal Palace, we go above Man City. Now, you, you know, last season they was 10, ten by, they was about ten points in front of us already last season. So we could be going above them. Bear in mind they've got a game against Spurs, but that's that's immaterial. you, you you'd have bit your hand off for that. Uh, a little while ago so i think there is a lot of positives to take from it the other positive i've got to take from it is that um when you say about beating these teams or we're not or we've got to beat these teams i've watched leicester give manchester united one of the th- a real real tough game at uh, old trafford at the beginning of the season very very fortunate to get away of it newcastle i've seen chelsea go there and only score in the last minute We've breeze past these teams, mm-hmm. so there is a lot of positives to take from it there i do agree with um Graham, though, we are we are challenging for a top four space, which is going to be tough. It's still going to be tough. But, our, you know, everybody's going on about this Liverpool game. We've got a real, real tough game against um, Crystal Palace at the weekend. That will tell us something because the expectation is that we should go and win this game now. So that, that, that will tell us something. And also, I'm going to say that, you know, if we're still two points off of it or even closer than that, going into the game... Uh, against Liverpool at Anfield, which is by the way on the 29th of December, my birthday. So like happy birthday on that day, like you know. So <laughs> oh, thanks. Be... thanks, yeah, thanks in advance. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send the card. There you might get it, like. Yeah, you know? yeah. so, uh, but that's what I'm saying. If, so we've got like in that period now, up until that game, we play Manchester United, Spurs, Liverpool twice. If we're still in contention by then, then you know, like then we, then we can start saying let's have a little uh, re. Re-evaluate what we're doing But at this moment in time Game by game Week by week And we go from there And I'm not really looking Nothing further than than Sunday against Crystal Palace And You know uh, I'm not really The Europa League Great But it's, it's Sunday I'm focused right on Sunday Need to get three points there And that will be a bigger ch- But I, I will be buzzing Because we will then be Above Man City it Doesn't matter where Chelsea and Liverpool are They're the team they're the scene that's going to win this league at the end of the day, but we could be above them come Sunday,
3: Sunday at four o'clock. One final thing, sorry, literally just quickly that we're, we've all missed this point is that if you're picking up points against the Crystal Palaces, the Leicesters, the West Ham's, you don't necessarily need to beat your rivals. You just need to not get beat.
0: Beat. Exactly. Good Massive. point. Very good yeah. point. So, yeah, good point, Matt. Yeah. Look,
2: I, I, I would love to go. I'm so sorry. Cause we've, 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 we've run out of time this evening. Um, I'd love to go through all these. Oh, I've got so many questions here. I actually feel guilty that I'm not going to be asking any of them. Um, but quick what I'm going to find next, quick
1: Why don't you park them for next right. one?
2: Quick fire, quick fire, quick fire. Um, let me see if I can find a quick fire one. Uh, one second here now. Um, ah, here we go. Anthony O'Brien, um, Ants OB. Thank you very much for your question, mate. Can Ramsey get in the team? Can Ramsey get in the team? And will he really be a loss?
3: Harry? Uh no, because what Ramsey gives you is work rate. You can find work rate elsewhere. So he's not an, an irreplaceable player, in my opinion.
0: Okay. Lee. Uh I get back in the team because I think the way that uh, it, it um evolves the team at this moment in time, horses for courses and things like that. But I, I, I'm I'm with um I, you know, I'll be gutted when he goes, if I'll be honest,
1: but um he's not irreplaceable. Graham? Uh, He'll get back in the team because Emery is uh, changing the team around, changing the formations around and everyone in this squad is part of this squad and he says he wants him to be professional. I think they'll look to sell him in January, if if I'm honest. Vams, wants to stay to the end of the season. Is he irreplaceable? No, we've got, I think one of the reasons why he's not, we've got a lot of central midfield players, good young players coming through and that's the reason why.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I've got there is so many that I'm gonna to have to park some. Um yeah. for, Maitland Niles
0: is an also an interesting one. Yeah, he's gonna you know what I mean, like we'll kick going about Woby. I think he's gonna be a player in all under Emery as well. Yeah,
2: yeah. Thanks for so thanks so much for sending me in the questions, lads, um and lasses. But what we'll do is we will park them. Um and what we'll do is in the next in the next um interlow. Next international break, we will uh, we'll come back to them and we'll do a little little, little question and answers video um, where you can just hammer us with questions all night. We'll do it live, live questions um, yeah, as yeah. they come through. We'll ask anything.
0: You can ask us anything. Ask us anything.
2: <laughs> um, you can even ask where Lee goes to get his haircut. Um, <laughs> things like that. You can ask anything. me. Yeah, anything. Ask, anything. Uh, ask us anything. After ask we've anything. after we've gone through all those ones, yeah. um, so. So yeah,
3: uh, not not about Pornhub though.
2: No no no, 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 no. Again, we're not sponsored. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them. Harry keeps mentioning it for some reason. I don't yeah. know why. He's going to have um, to tell us
0: what. It perhaps is, the Chronicles like that, of
2: Laguna is. is sponsored by that. I don't know. Um, you mentioned it first. I've
1: only mentioned it once. Who did? I don't you know. Did. Wow. No, what you're talking about. Um, do you want to? Do you want to give Harry's podcast a shout out? I think it's a brilliant podcast. No, not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. no. He has people like up. he He He's this guy.
0: All right, go, go yeah. easy, son.
2: He keeps getting all these stars on there, doesn't he?
1: He got great yeah. numbers on there last. Week. He followed me with Perry Groves, didn't he? So uh... <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> everyone, everyone knows Perry about
2: Perry
0: Groves it. on there. Kevin Campbell, Martin Solo. Oh. Don't need to yeah. promote that, do we? And really? do you know what? Alan he
2: Smith. won't tell me. He won't tell me how he gets hold of them all. Nah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Won't he, won't, he won't tell me. I, I think. Harry, Harry, how'd, how'd you do it? How'd you do it? They're oh, all crazy. on Paul, you know what? What i they can are. show you all the yeah, DMs. Mate. He says, Craig, I can't tell you that,
1: mate. Craig, Craig, did you see Kevin Campbell like to tweet about coming on the same old Arsenal last week? I'd Love to get Kevin Campbell on. Kevin Campbell. Kevin's been on it before, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we'll we'll get
2: we'll
0: Kevin on. We we'll
2: yeah. get Kevin on. You see, we've got special guests lined up, haven't we, Craig? Oh, we've got a right massive. Up, we, right? We've got a good special guest lined up yeah, for the next so interlude. Um, for the next interlude,
0: we've got a special he, guest. He, he, um, well,
2: everyone I think is going to want to listen to it, but especially Arsenal fans from the older generation. Yes, heart, yes, who, uh, less, you know
1: true, so We're looking forward to it. Are we revealing the name?
2: Oh, I can't say nothing yet because I haven't even. Uh, we've spoken briefly, um, so I don't, want to,
1: um, I, I don't he, want to. Is he? Is he? Gonna, is he going? Is he going to be on the pay same pay as judge?
2: i is it's not a he. Not a
1: he. Oh, it's hey. not a he. Oh, okay. No. Um,
2: thank you very much to everyone that's been watching this evening. Over a hundred of you watching us live. Uh,
0: thank you very much indeed. Considering we're the Champions like guess good, good, good. That is really. United oh, wow. the
3: one nil down, by the way.
0: Oh, fantastic! Fantastic. <laughs> Who scored? Who scored?
3: de Ah, uh, They've they got no chance against Juventus tonight, have they? Juventus well, that the street, could,
0: listen, they, that, we, they could be jumping into the Europa League now, then, along, along with Spurs. That'd be good, wouldn't it? it? No, we're not, not in the, the Champions League. exciting. exciting. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. The Europa League's going to get exciting. Well, this the Europa League is the elite competition to be in. Everybody knows that. Yeah, um, yeah, got Chelsea and Arsenal, Tottenham and Manchester United. This is They're a, a competition. competition. All right, it's the elite competition. Uh, everyone knows how,
2: I don't. I don't. That means legal. I don't know what all the fuss is about. Um, thanks very much again. Uh, my my thanks to uh, Graham. My thanks to Lee. My thanks to Harry. I just want to add a few uh, little personal message. Thank you to everyone who's been sending me messages asking if I'm okay. Um, yes, I am perfectly okay um, at the moment. I am going through some CBT therapy, which is helping me um, combat my anxiety problems i would be quite open and honest. I was on to Lee this morning, uh, on to Lee this afternoon. I had a major panic attack this afternoon. I didn't even want to come on tonight um, to do this podcast. But Lee spoke to me, calmed me down, um, and he got me on it. And I'm so happy I've done it. Um, I'll be honest with you, I was scared to do it. Um, But I did it. Um, At the moment, I'm still kind of struggling. This has got nothing to do with Arsenal Football Club, I suppose. I'm just kind of opening up to the people that keep, you know, sending me messages asking if I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not in a dark place, but I'm okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm dealing with it. It's got, I'm in no dark place whatsoever. Um, it's just all this. It's just the anxiety thing. Um, it can be quite overwhelming, um, but at the moment, I'm learning to deal with it. So, thank you very much um, for all it's you It's
1: great. It's great to have you back, Craig. Really great.
2: Thank yeah. you. Um, thanks for thanks everyone for your concern um it means a lot to me it really does um we all love
0: you We all love you i know, <laughs> I, know. I
2: know um but um <laughs> to, to, you know to, to all the fellas that dm me on a regular basis i um, saying if it wasn't i'm going back to that video now that happened um they're all coming to me and they said if it wasn't they've seen that video they wouldn't have gone to see their own doctors they wouldn't you know and they wouldn't be getting their own issues sorted out so well, I've said it's it's okay not to be okay. Go and speak to someone you trust.
1: It's great that you've raised awareness as well, mate.
2: Thanks very much indeed. It's I think it's something I it's something you know I think is very important that men can um, talk to their doctors as well. I remember I let you into a little story here now. I remember the first time it happened, and I went into my doctor's here in Ireland. Um, I, I explained everything to him, and he actually sat back in his chair and he went. I can't believe you've just told me all that. He says, I've never, ever had a male come into my practice and tell me exactly how he's feeling. Um, so, you know, it's, it's good to talk. You have to talk. Yeah. I'll do it. You, you, don't be afraid. Go and see someone. It doesn't have to be a doctor. Go and see someone first. Go and talk to your best mate. Get some advice. Go, I don't know. But just go and go and it's okay not to be okay. Just go and see someone. Next week, I won't be here. Because I will probably be in in a in a in a a class. Let's say we call it a class. Um, Doing mindfulness meditation. Um, To uh, that's what the kind of things I'm doing at the moment. I won't be here next week, so we'll leave you in the capable hands of Mr. Judges. He'll be he'll be uh, hosting the show along, and uh, joining him again will be Harry and Graham. Thanks, everyone, Thanks everyone so much. Um, we'll see you all again next week sometime. Um, let's hope this winning run continues. And then what more can we say than up the Arsenal?
0: Up the Arsenal. Let's this, this go. This could be 12 out of 12. This hope it is, anyway. Not yet. That's
3: right. Be nice. Be nice. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you, Come on, you <laughs> reds.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.